What's going on, guys? Hey, 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 hey. Hi. So, this week's podcast is going to be a heavier one, as I said last night in my tweet, if you guys follow me on Twitter, uh, at Skillifreak. <laughs> Shameless books. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but Somebody's no, got to do it, though, right? It's going to be a heavier episode, guys. It's going to be a longer one as well, so please. TV backslash Bob and on this one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a bit of a heavier episode, which is no big deal. I mean, it's it's we're gonna be talking mainly about suicide awareness or mental health awareness, whatever you know, whatever phrase you want to give it. Yeah, however you want to put it. It's... I mean, it, it it's all the same in a in a sense of things in in my mind, at least way it works out. In the same. grand scheme of things, that's what we're going for tonight is so mental health awareness. Real whether quick. it's okay. anxiety, depression, uh. ADD, any type of mental health, yeah. any any kind of mental just, health stuff that you struggle with on a day to day basis, is kind of what we're or know someone with. who struggles with it exactly. Mental health awareness, All right. that sounds good. Um, too, as you guys can see below us on the on the on the cam feed, I've got stream commands set up there. We got ones from my Discord, the uh, Lazy Entertainment Discord, which I need to change it, but it's not supposed to be Lazy Boys Lazy Entertainment. Ignore it for now. And then Bob's channel, and I also got one on there for the suicide, uh, the suicide hot, no, the suicide hotline. Wow, words yeah. are tough. <laughs> so if you do that command in the chat, pop up with the number, call if you guys need it. You know, no matter what. Yeah. I mean, if you or anybody you know is suffering, suffering. please please reach out for help, man. There, there's help out there, not but, just the suicide prevention hotline. There's there's help out there in many, many different ways, and us included. You ever want to talk to one of us, man? We're always here for you. Yeah, guys, I mean, man. our Discord. We're, we're, we're a community. We're a family. Here, if if so. you guys yeah, don't we want are. to go we're that really route, are. you can add us. You can message us, any one of us on Discord. Hey, thanks for the host, Bob. But no, uh, you can follow any one of us or, or message any one of us on Discord. I mean, I don't care. I'll, I'll yeah. ask you whether. Reach out. And... I'm just that kind of person. But um, so tonight's episode of what's going to work. Well, kind of, kind of, kind of give our backstories and stuff that we've dealt with that are very, like, very heavy stuff to talk about. So it's gonna be a, bit, it's gonna be a tough one, but there may be tears. Just a fair warning. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so, and, and as you can already tell, I'm, the, I'm trying to be the comedy guy of the group. Hey, but it doesn't well, work. Yeah. But and no, you have one a, of the most hardened stories, so. Reach yeah. reach out to any of us if you guys ever need anything. That's what we're here for. Yeah. You know, that, that, I, I we are always people, here twenty four seven. But I may I may seem like an asshole, but I'm not. Deep down, he really does I'm care. A nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> I promise, we'll, I'm a nice guy. We'll touch more on that later tonight. But um, we're gonna don't, have we're don't gonna... touch me. <laughs> Please. <laughs> and we're off. No, we're tonight. We're gonna start off with Bob here. <laughs> Bob, you want to start off with your your stuff man well for well many years now i've dealt with a mixture of my add which st stems way back to my childhood to anxiety that keeps me awake all the time to depression which i've dealt with since childhood as well um unfortunately i didn't have the best childhood growing up it wasn't 
particularly my dad's fault, but my mom has had not so great luck with men in the past, and they'd be abusive and normally with it being and me being the only boy it would be taken out on me well as the years went on it got to be too much and i was finally sent to live with my dad and when that happened my mom and her ex-husband split up and it was blamed a lot on me and i i was a 13 year old kid at the time and i took that as i shouldn't be here anymore and at the age of 13 i tried to slip my wrist Because I thought everything that was going on was my fault. I thought me being just a kid messed everything up. And I carried that for a long time and Luckily, my dad found me before it was too late and rushed me to the hospital. And they were able to save my life because I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for that. And I ended up spending two months in a group center is what they like to call it. But it was more than that. It was a mental health facility to where they wouldn't let you have basically any time to yourself. They wanted you in a group. They wanted you always doing something. Yeah. But I got through that and things, I, I just felt angry for a long time. I pretty much fought my way through high school. Anyone had a problem, I'd react with violence. I wasn't a bully, but I didn't get bullied. I guess. I a little and then I at 16 years old I met my now ex-wife and we were together from the time I was 16 we got married when I was 22 and two years later we separated and because she said she no longer wanted to be married to me. And 
at that point, I ended up taking and putting putting my kids down to bed. I had my ex-mother-in-law over that night. I went and locked myself in the bedroom. Took a handful of sleeping pills and didn't want to wake up the next morning. That's it's rough, rough man. man. I know. Jinx. Oh, rough. <clears throat> and it's... Well, what... what did, so did you wake up the next day or did they figure it out and take it to the hospital? Well, uh, I don't really remember it, but I apparently sent a message to my ex-wife who called my mom. My mom came rushing in, called an ambulance, and I got carted off to the hospital where I spent another two months in Highland. Yeah. You know, there's, so there's, I, there's always that, always that little guardian angel watching out for you some of them, and there's some reason why you're still here. There is. Thanks for and the follow, Twisted Angel. It 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 took it took a while after we split for me to finally realize my purpose isn't to be with someone, but that I needed to live for myself for the first time in a long time. Mm -hmm. I was always trying to make someone else happy. And from there, it just was another toxic relationship that, but after me taking that handful of pills and Waking up the next morning in that hospital bed, realizing there was no one else around me, I realized it was it was me that needed to live for myself. Huh. And <clears throat> finally parted ways with her. We'll never truly be parted ways because we share two children together. Oh, yeah. But... Went from there, I was buried in a bottle for a while. I drank nightly, yeah. and I just didn't want to be sober. Yeah. I... Which led to a very toxic relationship that I had gotten into with a high school girlfriend that I wish I would never have gotten back into a relationship with because it sent me into a pain that I hope no, not even my worst enemy feels for over a year. I raised a child that I thought was mine. <clears throat> Yeah. 
and come to find out he wasn't and that's rough for she sure. said i could never see him again yeah, and it just it it ripped my heart out and i still have thoughts of i'm not good enough i'm Well, if if I do want to say one thing real quick, bud, you know, even though, I mean, you've, you've had some trouble in times like the rest of us, but I mean, look at you now. I mean, you're killing it. You know, you, I mean, I, dude. I'm an unemployed, <laughs> unemployed, uh, stay at home dad, but yeah. I mean, you're, I, I you're, love you're not, that's kind of a dream job you're not for me. Technically yeah. unemployed. You, you, yes, work, you are true. working with Twitch. You're, you're trying to get built that up. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a rough grind as we all know that people do stream. But I mean, you know, you've got a great relationship with, you know, Kat. You got two wonderful kids, you know, and you guys are, you know, you're, you're, you guys are doing the best for both of you. Yeah. I, I honestly yeah. think you guys honestly, are good together. I, I take it, I look at it this way. My you... past has led me to where I am now. It's yeah. exactly. Yeah. I would not change anything about anything that's happened to me my past has made me who i am yeah. i've yeah, yeah I can, live i'm no a callous asshole i'll, I'll yeah. admit it but it <laughs> reminds me of something my dad showed me a couple years ago he found a picture online it was a little stupid meme you know but it was a cute little picture of a dog running his running his little ass off through and through a yard and it just says the quote of it is live life like somebody left the gate open that to oh, me is honestly that has honestly gotten me through some tougher times than I thought it would because like it's a stupid little picture, you know that. But at the same time, it's like I've you know myself that I'll talk about it eventually, you know I've you know I, I may not have had some of the stuff you've had gone through, but I mean once again, like we said before, before the podcast ever started, pain is pain. You know it it all depends on on how you deal with it and whoever does different is different. You know I've. It's just the way it is, but you know, your stuff, though, I mean, I said, you know, you're, you are doing very good for yourself, though, now, I mean, you're doing yeah. what, you're doing what you love, at least, trying to do it, and then... I am. <laughs> I'm sick, I promise, the sniffles are because I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was, I was tearing up no, a little no, bit myself. That was, that was, that was, uh, Sunshine coming in the chat. <laughs> I was reading chat, sorry. I know, I saw. But no, uh... But, uh, but you had you know, tears in my eyes, too. It's, it's it's not something it, the depression hasn't gone away it, it's gotten better and i still have my days where i and you're going i don't to... want to get off the couch and my anxiety that that will never go away it it yeah. may taper down once i get back on medicine but there's i i have anxiety about things i have to do a week from now it's i get anxiety just having to go to the store my anxiety yeah. gives me anxiety <laughs> i get it and but... that on top of the fact that i'm i have adhd is it just it, your when, mind never my ADHD your mind never rests. and my anxiety collide 
and I'm trying to go to sleep at night, then it causes my insomnia. I'll yeah. I'll toss and turn for a good hour and a half, two hours, and got to hope the baby doesn't wake up in that hour and a half or two hours. Yeah. Then yeah. I'm wide awake again, and <laughs> I I do what's called the cycle. I have to lay on one side, then go back to the other, then to my back, then <laughs> and back just, to one side, then just back to my back. Just it, throw it, a little it, bit of soap and water in there, and your sheets will your sheets will always be clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I used to do that until I started sleeping with the TV on, and then then I was able to just sleep on one side because I used to toss and turn hard until I started sleeping with the TV on. Yeah, I mean, I think for me personally, I, I don't I don't think the depression will ever go away. Just you get you gotta learn how to live with it. Yeah, and, deal with and it. honestly, between video games and streaming, it, it it's been a big relief. Like I'm me. I'm always gonna be me. Yeah. But when I'm playing a game, I'm putting myself in that scenario. I, I'm not in my own head. I'm focused on something else besides the million thoughts that I have fly through my head at a time. It's an escape. Yeah. Which is it why is. video games. Which is why video games always get a bad rep when it comes to, you know, mental health or mental illness or whatever is because, yeah, it's an escape. But once you turn everything off, you have to go back to real world. And a lot of people have problems doing that, have a problem, yeah. you know, resetting and coming back to what they have to deal with. Yeah, mine's like video games and music just right there gets me out of my head. Yeah, but it also that's... keeps you going, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, like absolutely. I, like yeah. just to kind of let everything go and move on for you know and get lost in something for a few hours and then and then coming back to the real world and going okay now I've able to breathe I've able to calm down a little bit I can start dealing with what's coming at me yeah, yeah. and instead of just unfortunately when my anxiety flares up with stress levels going up it gets my brain going thinking how uh, how could i have let so, uh, something get this bad or how can why am i not good enough to get this done or something along those lines and and that's all pretty much that's, that's all just the anxiety shit you know it's like you're sitting there questioning every little detail of what you're doing and why you're doing yeah, it self-doubt yeah, yeah and it, it's it's always <laughs> gonna be a factor it's not something that will ever not be there, but I've learned to deal with it better than I used to, which honestly, every once in a great while, and I'm going to say this to everyone out there, a good cry is very lethargic. Mm -hmm. I cry all the time. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Oh, yeah. I've I've I've, I've got my moments, you know. Once in a while, I mean, there's days where it just gets what the heck was going. On? <laughs> don't don't mind me. We'll say George got lightning on and lightning going on down there. <laughs> but no, you know. And you know. Go ahead. You guys are you guys are talking about anxiety and everything. Like I have weird anxiety. Like like I have really bad paranoia, but it's like you three could say something 
about me in a hateful way, and it wouldn't bother me. I'd cut you, you know, I'd cut you off and move on. But mm-hmm. someone driving down the road can give me a stare, and that will haunt me for the next twelve months of my life because I'm wondering what they think of me. Yeah, what they what what that look was for, or I, what I, went through their mind. That's when they just saw anxiety, like that. bud. That's just anxiety because like kills I, me. I do the yeah. same shit all the time. Like I'll be seeing somebody driving past me or something like that, or walking past somebody in a store, give you a weird look. You're like, what, what did I do wrong? You know? Yeah. And it, it enrages you, but it's like, like I said, close friends, family, they can talk all the shit they want about me and it doesn't seem to affect me. Cause it's like, you know, I can choose and not have them in my well, life. Dude, well, dude, the person that's and, not in my life. You also know that person as that you can judge their, their input. Like what you're saying, if it's, it's as a joke or if they're actually meaning it, but seriously. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, you know, I know we all joke around all the same time about stuff that, you know, if somebody will come up, come up to me and say it to my face that I don't know, I'd probably deck them. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah. agree 100%. Man. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it, you're able to judge that person by what they're saying and how they're saying it. And then, yeah, that's, that's honestly a good friendship and family in a way because that just means you're, you're not overly sensitive to super, you know, things that anybody says about you. I mean, you're still comfortable in your skin, but you still get anxiety of that. What am I doing wrong? What did I, you know, what's wrong with me kind of thing? And that just that little anxiety stuff. And it's just the way it is. I think, I mean, that's... builds and builds. And <laughs> I mean, that's just human nature in a sense that to, to an extent, but, and some people it is worse than others because, well, you know, people are, everybody's different. Yeah. I, I just Dude, used paranoia is horrible for me. Find me a soda. <laughs> I saw that. Like Jory and some, Jory and one of our coworkers will be talking and I'm always thinking they're talking about me. I don't know I'm why. I'm the same way, I'll dude. Just... I'm the same exact. Same you way. and John will be talking. It's like, dude, I know they're talking about how shitty I you're something. You know, it's it, or how Brian. Bad you are at COD. So, <laughs> no, that's a fact. So <laughs> that, that can't butt hurt me. That's just a literal fact. <laughs> but no, it's it's that's one of my biggest problems, and I'll, I'll get to that when when it comes yeah, to me. Yeah, but no. So you know, going back to Bob, I mean, you know, is, is there anything else that's kind of like? been a big factor in your life that help you know besides video games and the obvious what helps you cope with it just you know being with the family and all that or honestly the last the five years it's it's been cat she's kept me grounded she's kept me kept you centered and kind of she's been a rock for me yeah. and vice versa i've been a rock for her we when me and Kat got together. She was coming out of a very toxic relationship, as you know. Yeah. James. I know. And it, it's, <clears throat> it's been give and take. It's not, it's never been 50-50 when it came to me and her. It's always been 100-100. We both give 100% to each other, and it's. Yeah. It's good. Very good. It's something I've never had in the past. It's not. I've it, never been in, in an actual stable relationship to where you both are putting in the same amount of effort. Yeah. Yeah, I've never it's been there. Always in the past, it it was always I would give everything and seemed like I'd never get nothing any nothing in return. Yeah. Now. Yeah, you were the only one putting anything like into it. Felt like some shit. If if twenty. Yeah, yeah. It's like lean, a super lean ground beef. 
<laughs> well, sp- like, I like that. Well, ninety-five sp- five. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, oh, you're, you're saying you're the fat. <laughs> Jeez, guys. <laughs> nice. I, I mean, that analogy now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you just call me fat? Yeah, I think he did, dude. Uh, so, <sighs> hey, well, what else? What's a big like? What's what's one of your biggest triggers? I guess that you know really like sparks that like inner the inner demon where like it either pisses you off or really upsets you. Like, what is that? Like, is there that one thing that just like really just gets to you or? For the most part, as you as. You guys know I let everything just roll off my back. Um, unless we call you Bobby. There's a reason. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm messing with you. <laughs> but it's... By the way, don't call verbally Bobby attacking guys. my family. Like, oh. It's like you're trying to physically attack me, and then we're going to throw hands. Okay. Or some days it's just waking up. I'll no. I'll, I'll just wake up feeling overwhelmed. And Back in that's a trigger to my depression. Go back to your high school career and all that. Like your your school time. Were you ever picked on in, in school and all that, or did you ever deal with any of that kind of up until trauma? I was like fourteen? I was like five foot. So I You're got a short kid on a lot. <clears throat> I understand that. Back in, uh, I live with my mom still. I, she got tired of me coming home at, uh, from school and I'd have a black eye or something. So she put me in judo and jujitsu classes. Well, how I much did that, that actually stuck years. real quick? <laughs> Huh? How much? How much of the? How much of that actually stuck around it with you, though? Dude, let's be fair here, because I want to know if, if if we ever get in a fight, well, do, do I have a chance? <laughs> I'm gonna use your weight against you and yeah, toss you right over, man. <laughs> That's that judo talk. What can man. I say, man? I'm I'm nothing but a pushover. <laughs> <laughs> oh <sighs> shit! No, I I, I don't know. I don't oh, know yeah, if you ever talked to man. And then if you ever like picked on in school, whatever you know, if you were ever, you know, like one yeah, of the. I I was and back when uh, back before my first attempt, I I would just let it happen. I'd try to be the bigger person and yeah. just walk away, and then I got just angry at everything i would i would argue with my stepmom i wouldn't just being that you know quote-unquote typical teenager yeah i was being a rebellious teenager and if someone wanted to try to pick on me i'm i may be I may have been taught judo and jiu-jitsu, but I also grew up between Lime and Ferguson. <laughs> I will hit someone with a brick. <laughs> I'm not proud of some of the stuff I've done, 
while fighting, yeah. I've gotten into some pretty stupid fights over some pretty stupid shit. I think that's a lot of guys. But I was some... a kid. Yeah. I was I was a stupid kid. My anger was just getting the better of you and Yeah. Apex was I thought about a self defense class, but I watch wrestling to probably won't won't do good in the fight, lol. <laughs> Just practice falling down. <laughs> yep. Falling Take is dive every get, time. Falling is where get you get hurt the worst, dude. <laughs> also, it's it's great to just try to mess with their mind right before you're about to fight. Like say something really off the wall before they hate you, and they'll be thinking about that and be like, <laughs> as they're about to hit you. Well, and this then is, you, and you this, click on the brick. This is why I've always joked around, you know, like, you want to fight? I'll fight you. i fight naked. Just start stripping clothes off. They'll be like, I don't want to fight that guy. <laughs> no one... And make sure you start lathering in grease. Nobody would... Nobody, like spit a, on yourself, man. Just be like a grease pig. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna catch me. Yeah. <laughs> like greased uh, up deaf guy from Family yeah. Guy. <laughs> See y'all next year. Between, uh, honestly, it uh, was my oldest son that kind of helped the anger to just kind of mellow dissipate. out. And because at 18 years old, I became a father. Yeah. I became a dad for the first time a month after, a month exactly after my 18th birthday. My April, <laughs> uh, mine is April 26th, and my son's is May 26th. Oh wow, that's awesome! Wow. So it was, <laughs> it was. I didn't get a chance to have that party life and everything else. It Let's be was honest. never a priority of mine. Are you I, really missing much though? No. A lot of hangovers missed. I'm glad. <laughs> I mean, I never really had that. I never had a party scene part of my childhood, you know, growing up as I did either. But I look, I look around up. I'm like, I didn't really miss much. No, Shit, they're just starting to do an Owensville butt party when we when I was a teenager. Like, that, <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was our see, Wednesday night. Let's go get fucked up. I was never invited. So. <laughs> well, that was it was all of us uninvited my friday invited. nights my friday nights yeah. consisted going to the bowling alley spending 20 hey, bucks hey, on, hey, spend 20 bucks playing games and pool bowl. <laughs> not even, oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. even bowl i never bowl when i went to bowling alley. i went to the play, arcade no i went and played pool played you know play all the great game arcade games hang out with friends you know yeah. i never did play pool or bowl, bowling hardly ever <laughs> so if i do i'm bad at it. <laughs> but between, uh, just, but, yeah. yeah, between uh, that, uh, between my anger issues, uh, what helped kind of taper it a little bit back in high school was playing sports. I played okay. hockey. I played baseball. Uh, I bowled. I anything to keep me busy, and I also rode BMX. I play street hockey because well you can't street play hockey's funner anyway depends it depends on who you're playing with 
Okay. Yeah. This is very true. Or you can actually be each other friends in, so there's and, you have, and you're all padded up. That's one thing, but when it's just random people, that can get a little dangerous. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you're playing with your friends, you're trying to knock them down, but you're not trying to hurt them. Yeah. I, 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 random people are trying to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> in closing, what kind of a person do you like? What kind of person do you want to be? And then let's say the next ten years with you know with your mental health state and all that stuff. Well, like, do you do you want to be past it all, or do you just want to like? I just. I want to live with it in a sense, you know. I want to be able to truly get all of it out there, but okay. there's there's some other things that. I just told Kat not too long ago yeah. that I don't and, feel comfortable getting it truly getting off my chest just yet. So and, and that's understandable. I mean, you know, that yeah. stuff comes in due time. I mean, I, I've got a few instances, you know, of people that I deal with that, you know, I've, you know, come clean about some things, you know, stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, it, it, it all takes time for you either to, either to, get it out there or remember it enough to actually tell the story and like you know, to, to quit repressing it in a sense. Yeah. You know, in, in, you know, hey, I ap- Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, I applaud you for getting on here now in front of all these people watching and talking about what you did talk about. It takes a lot to like, yeah, you tell your loved ones, but it takes a lot to, to sit in here and tell random people your life story and you know, the, the, how your deepest of lows that you ever had it's a real strong man to do that yeah, so, for sure. thank you and I appreciate that thank you guys for helping me get this platform to do it I, I mean it, it needs to get out there it's honestly do, uh, once again if you ever feel like you are in a spot that You feel like it's uh, you've had enough. Just call that number. Message yeah. me. Message any any, any us, one of us. Any of us. And absolutely. Whether it's a Discord, whether it's a whisper on here, I a I'll DM on Twitter as soon as I can. Yeah. I'm. Yep. Yeah, that goes for all of us, bro. But let's let's go ahead and move forward a little bit here. Uh, we're going to start with you. You want to go next, or do you want me to go next? I'll go. All right, you want to uh, go? My, right. Yeah. Um, well, I've, much like Bob, I I kind of grew up kind of rough. Mom tossed between a couple dudes. Because I'm not even from Missouri, man. I'm from Pennsylvania. And the only reason I came here to Missouri is because my stepdad was abusive, abusive as fuck. And it took the point of me standing in between him and my mother with a knife saying, you touch her again, I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. And like two days after that, we're in Missouri, pretty much, you know, it's one of those ordeals where I kind of grew up feeling worthless and is it my fault? You know, kind of, kind of like what you, you know, what you, how you felt, Bob and dealing with that early. See, I moved here right after nine 11, like almost right after nine 11. Yeah. I was, 11 years old um so i i kind of had it rough there and then 
moving here to what apparently is known as a junky ass trailer court to the kids in high and middle school and stuff like that right there i'm automatically you know junk and trash to the people so you know i'm already feeling like shit and all this so then i grow up with that and i start drinking i mean i'm let's say 14 that's when i started smoking pot and drinking and smoking cigarettes you know doing the normal rebellious teenage stuff i guess but yeah by the time i was hitting 16 dude i was slamming a fifth fifth and a half of vodka dude dropped out of school and i was drinking yeah yeah i was drinking vodka like it was fucking like i was russian and there ain't a bit of russian in me dude (laughs) and then it came to the point of self-doubt hating myself more than anything all this shit and when it came to when it finally came down to the point of feeling worthless to a point of I hated my life so fucking much I I get blackout fucking drunk take it out on my mom not physically or not and I was never a physical person but you know pretty much calling her what I thought I was worthless you know you're you're a worthless fucking factory worker blah blah I don't want to do that blah blah you know bringing her down to my level and I didn't want to do that anymore thankfully I joined the military they straightened my fucking ass out I loved it loved every minute of it got out my first time around I got out of the military as after the three three and a half years in the infantry got out and then the depression kicked in and it was bad and it was bad to the point to where when 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 my grandmother moved here from pennsylvania after i graduated basic training i was relieved but i wasn't in the same time and one time I got belligerently drunk. I mean, I I drank two, like it was like two fists or something of Crown Royal. I, I drank almost three fists of fucking whiskey that night, dude. I was drinking what's known as black tooth grins, half Seagram's, half Crown Royal, straight, just like How are that. You alive? Because I drank a lot as a kid. <laughs> I don't know, man. I yeah. I do not. I used to sauce hard, man. I mean, I don't drink anymore. I I might have the occasional beer or two, but. I, I used to drink hard, man. I used to be really bad yeah, at liquor. That's that's a lot of alcohol. I, I used yeah. to get blackout drunk at the bar, and well, that that'll come here in a minute. But it, well, there was one night here at home, I got fucking belligerently, belligerently drunk at the bar. Decided to drive home. Didn't make it home. I made it about a hundred feet from my house until I decided to floor it down this hill. I was like fuck it. I'm not going home. Boom, in the ditch I went and we got home and I started throwing shit at my mom and my grandmother started throwing shit. And I was like, fuck it. I grabbed the belt and I loosed it up and fucking tossed myself down the stairs, dude. That right in front of my grandmother, right in front of my grandmother, may she rest in peace. That is. And after that, I ended up having a good stay at a 
what we call them back at Pennsylvania State Hospital, which is essentially a mental ward, psychiatric ward is I'm going to use psychiatric ward where I, I was in there for, I, I want to say it was three days, two nights, pretty much just a drunk tank. It felt like, but gotten there and it was pretty much one of those where it was a legitimate institution, man. I was in there with some legitimate cases psychiatric psychiatric patients yeah. dude I, I was there with a lady who thought she was the queen she she <laughs> legitimately thought she was the queen she walked around with a baby doll in her hand and talked with a british accent and everything man my mom tried calling me one day and she answered the phone you know it was one of those ordeals but <laughs> i can't say it was a vacation but for my mental state I, it was the greatest vacation if I, because at that point I was at the low of let me out of here. I'm going to do it again. Let me out. Come on. I'm fucking done. I'll do you. I'll fucking go to your group. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll eat your shit food. Let me out. Let me out. Yeah. You know, there's a bridge over there. Let me out. I was at that point in my life and it, and it didn't end there. It, I bounced through some relationships, you know, the bad one and this, most recent one, I, I went back in the military, did another three years of active service, and I was up for my site. I was up for my reenlistment, a full reenlistment. This is after an eight-year contract, the full reenlistment. And then she, it, told me <laughs> that uh, don't don't sign that. I want I want to stay here with you. You know, I want let's let's start this up. You know, I want to start a family with you and shit. And it's like, okay, I won't. And then I don't sign it. Greatest job I've ever had, my dream job, to tell you the truth. And then she goes, runs off with my best friend of like 13 years. Within a within like six months, seven months, something like that, dude. And that's when it came to the point to where I own firearms. Yeah. You know, and that 12 gauge is looking mighty tasty at that point. I mean, me and me and this dude were best friends. We were it, hip to hip conjoined fucking twins. And if he's going to throw my friendship away, who the fuck else wants my friendship? You know, that's how I was feeling at that time. And thankfully for some stupid, I, I can't even call it stupid for some reason i never ever thought about it again i i never ever once thought about eating a 12 gauge or any of this shit and i don't know why it was just i woke up one day because i usually wake up feeling worthless i just woke up one day it's like yosh it's japanese for all right by the way um and i just get out i went out got a job you know i i, I right now i'm working at one of the best places i've ever worked at mm. As far yeah. as I'm concerned, and you've said you know, that, and <laughs> it's a factory, dude. It has its days, bro. Every it has its, every factory has its, has its days. <laughs> it has its weeks now, man. But and now, now I'm you know I I got you guys. You guys are I can gladly say about my only friends. You and Chat here, you know, you guys are awesome, man. You guys are my friends, and I like to keep it that way. Yeah. You know. Because I mean, generally, it comes to seem like the friends I pick up either toss me around like trash or just dissipate, you know. And 
we're not going anywhere, brother. Yeah, no. fucking a man. No, I won't either. Going anywhere either. Mostly because we're gonna be ninety, still sitting in front of a camera. Mostly oh. because that, that oh. involves that I got actually got to leave my room. So well, just the army, army, apparently, apparently, I'm gonna be like a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're you're already halfway saying, there. <laughs> my back's already hurting. <laughs> right from Karen and Jory in Warzone, but yeah, that's oh, you're there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so um, yeah, I'm here well, stainless. Hold on, calls. hold on, man. I've been I've been the one carrying lately, buddy. You got to remember that. Uh, <laughs> My uh, back hurts, man. You did just now. You're just getting old. <laughs> you just needed a break. <laughs> so it. What kind of a person? What, do you, what, what helps of, you? Okay, yeah. Well, there you go. What helps you to like, cope with? The depression, the anxiety, and all that—just the the thoughts. Yeah, what keeps you waking up every morning and mm. you know loving every day as a new day? Well, right now in my life, I'd say what what gets me out of bed more than anything is knowing that I'm still here. My mom's still here. My family, my mom. My mom's my only family. I love you, mom. <laughs> more or less, knowing that she's. I know that's kind of kind of linear, but you had a bit of you had a bit of a connection issue. Family there. I got, dude. What were you, you saying know? about your mom? I love her, man. That's okay. her, her still being here just helps you out. Helps you be yeah, absolutely. It kind, gets me going. Keep to work. centered. Yeah, yeah. It makes me want to go to work as much as I don't want to go to work. And music. Yeah. Those yeah. two things are probably the biggest things in my life right now. Other than you guys that are really keeping me in the straight straight path, you know? Yeah. Well, you're you're a very skilled artist. Yes. Very skilled. You're. I mean, a and, damn good musician. I brag about I, you constantly. And I think <laughs> I hate to say this, and it, it's very sad. Cause it, I was just watching a documentary about Dave Navarro. Man, that dude had one hell of a. Oh my! I didn't know. I've seen it. But, yeah. Like him, Dave Mustaine, he had a rough upbringing. I think, and I know it's not all musicians, but I think what brings good musicianship, at least to a, an apex, maybe is some kind of a twisted depression, maybe. Yeah. I mean, but I know there's, I know that there's many, many, and I'm many skilled musicians out there that have never touched a look at depression, possibly. I mean, you know, look at look at some of your greatest comedians too. I mean, you you know, a lot of those guys suffer with Robin Williams. Too. Robin yeah, Williams, I mean, right there. That's that right there is like really. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's a hell of a the thing. The happiest man. man on the planet was apparently the saddest man on the planet. You know what I mean? I was so happy he was trying to cover it up. He didn't want the outside world to see how what was really going on on the inside, the demons he was fighting. And that's a problem yeah. with depression is is wearing that mask, man. It's you wear that mask and it eventually it'll control you you know eventually you'll never be able to rip that mask off yeah you know and yeah it it's, i used it's, to it's, say all the time fake it till you make it fake be it, put that smile on your face and just fake being happy and eventually you will be i'm really good at it sadly but but it it yeah. doesn't it doesn't work that way because you never experienced true that. happiness. I have a couple you, you times. Gotta, you got but... to truly let people know what's going on. Or 
pride if if you're in that hole you're about to just give up seek help because yeah it won't get it's better if you don't try yeah and i know that sounds fucking cold and callous but it's the truth yeah it's truth man i mean how are you I, gonna know if you're if you're worth something if you don't try to be worth something as well you know i mean that that's one thing that this whole crazy entertainment thing has really brought me if i can say anything it has brought me a sense of self-worth that is not sitting in front of my computer and wasting away you know i mean at least this gives me an outlet to talk to people listen to people i I love listening to people i got i'll sit here and listen all day you know i listen to joe rogan podcast without the video all the time you know i listen all day i get it i get it i will go back and listen to the ratio podcasts so uh just to hear them just bullshit i could go back and just listen to us bullshit for hours on end because (laughs) it's i i like that what's the word i'm looking for it's i don't know i i don't always have to be watching a video listening to music or just listening to a podcast or one of my favorite things to do is listening to stand up. It, I love it. It, helps. well, it makes you feel like you're there. You know, it makes yeah. you feel like there's two dudes next to you talking, or three, yeah. four dudes next to you talking, or a crowd full of people, and you're in the middle of it. Yeah, I get that. That's why I like listening to live music because you, you almost get to hear the, the chanting and shit, and you can almost feel it. I love yeah. it. You can hear the imperfections in it too. Like, yeah, like old yeah. school record, like old school records, you'd hear like that pop and that hiss, and it it just it was relaxing to hear the oh, yeah. the imperfections and, and, and everything yeah. in the music. Yeah, absolutely. So that's one reason why when we get somewhere that I know we're gonna stay for a long time, we're uh, gonna be getting a we cat uh, has a record player at her dad's that. He gave her a while ago. She just never had anywhere to put it. And this thing is bigger than my desk. Mm-hmm. Like, it's huge. Oh, it's and one of them big like, coffee table ones? Big coffee yeah. table one. And it, it's heavy. And right now it's sitting in her dad's basement. And oh, I, I re- regret the day he moves out of there. I hope he hires movers because I don't <laughs> want to lift that thing. <laughs> everything else i'll help with but that that's hard that's really hard so jorian on top of everything is there anything else you want to add to help kind of like you know like any of your past experiences like what what have you learned like you know how's it helped you as, as as a human today well one thing i have learned through all of my experiences whether through depression being bullied all that bs no one can make fun of yourself more than you can make fun of yourself no one can make fun of you more than you can make fun of yourself sorry thank you no that's why that that's why like when we play warzone and stuff i'm always dogging on myself because guess what we we all do it we all dog on each other we dog on ourselves too a lot (laughs) it's like if if i can hear myself say it then somebody else saying it isn't gonna matter but it takes the sting out of it. It does yeah. take the sting, but here's the problem with that. There's a big problem with the way with the method I just said. 
is it can build on you and you can start believing that shit. Like Daniel, you and me work together. You see my moods, man. You see, mm -hmm. you, you see the way I can, when I'm in a shit mood, that's because all I'm thinking about is how worthless my ass is. I'm stuck here at this shithole making less than the temps are making. And I've been there three years and these temps are making more than me, you know? Yeah. And, and be, puts be everybody in a mood, dude. Yeah. Not to yeah. not to sound like disrespectful or no, to no, you're right. or anything or condescending or anything. It, it it does. Like Jory will come in in a mood and it just it kind of sets the tone for the day. It, it, yeah. And I hate it. And I hate it, man. I hate being the one who kills the it, mood because I know I am. Just like positive, just like positivity, negativity spreads as well. And it, oh, yeah. it, when it, I'm in a when I'm pissed or in a mood, I'm fucking pissed or in a mood, man. I don't fucking butter sugarcoat that shit man i'm i'm either pissed or i'm not you know yeah i got you dude yeah he, he goes straight and, into it like yeah and and you're asking what's wrong and it's yeah nothing <laughs> nothing you and, usually and then about the third or fourth time i ask him and then it's it's everything dumps at once that motherfucker it's like <gasps> yeah. here we go because <laughs> I'll, I'll hide myself behind my machines and just sit in a pissy yeah. mood and you know that's about all I can do while I'm at work is just hide behind my machines. But I mean, that's, I guess, kind of being an adult when you're stuck at a shitty place you're working at. I mean, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, uh, it's a good place. I, mean, I yeah, have I a mean, job. You know, I have a job. I, it's a good place. Yeah. I and, just, and the, you know, that's just the adult in me saying, I fucking hate my job. <laughs> well, dude, you know, there, there's always a silver lining. And that's one thing I try to do is I try to find silver linings and everything that in most situations, obviously, that you can't do it all. But, you know, there's always that sort of lining, you know, at least, you know, at least you got a decent job that, you know, you're don't mind working at, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. everybody's everybody going to be unemployed like Bob. Wow. <laughs> what are you shit talking about, Bob? That's my boo you're talking hey, about. Really going to shit talking about Bob on. right now? <laughs> I'm I'm unemployed by choice, just so you know. Yeah, by choice. I didn't yeah, get you're not unemployed. <laughs> I guess you are, you are a Twitch affiliate, so you are employed by Twitch. <laughs> yeah, technically. Okay, I mean, I'm gonna give you guys a heads up right now. There is a possibility we could lose power. So if I go blank, I love you guys. <laughs> well, there's been rolling blackouts around here, I think. Oh, Bill Rose, but Gerald's been in and out of power because of all this ice. So Cuba was out of power for like three days. Yeah, so just be warned if I black out, I'll be back. Eventually. All right. Well, is there anything <laughs> else you want to add on on top of everything, bud? Or yeah, let me let me say this this one thing. It's the one thing I have found that always helps me if I'm in a pissed off mood. Now, this works for me. I'm not going to say it works for anybody else. If I'm angry and like I want to go punch some shit, listen to some heavy ass death metal. I'm talking some some of the heaviest <laughs> music. I'm being serious. And just sit there. Just, like, just, just get that anger out and just music instead yeah, of yeah. and if you're, taking yeah. on somebody else. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, man. If you're feeling in a super shit mood, you hate the world. Lamb of God or something. No, like dude. That. No, it's like some. I'm not even gonna name the band. Dude. <laughs> no, just go Cannibal Corpse. That's the easiest. Everybody knows who Cannibal Corpse is. If you're feeling really super oh, angry at the knife. world, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the name of one of their songs. <laughs> yeah, Skull Full of Maggots. I mean, if you're if like, that's that's what gets me out of. That's what puts a smile on my face. Maybe yeah. it's because I'm a metalhead. Maybe it's because it's angry music meeting angry mood. Just I mean, I I kind of you know. do the same thing. Like I'll I'll start blaring music and I'll just go for a drive sometimes. Yeah. You know, I'll, it, usually my, my band of choices is like Five Finger Death Punch. Just crank it on the radio and just drive. Yeah, 
Yeah, if I I'm gonna <laughs> or some dubstep or something like that. I thought you just cut out there. You lag. You lag for a second there. <laughs> but that, that's about all I gotta say is you know if listen to your favorite song. If you're feeling depressed or something, man, put in your favorite song. Think of your favorite song. Something you know. Yeah. For yeah. me, music's my ultimate release, but I'm biased. Oh. So as well, a musician, I'm kind of biased. I mean, I, I think I know music is, is a big release for a lot of people that you know yeah. that suck with. That's depression. why I always try to strive for it, man. If you're in a shit mood, if you're pissed off, you just go listen to metal. Well, I listen to kind of, I don't care what you listen to. Go listen to some really heavy fucking music, and it might work, man. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, never know. If, if you listen to rap and you don't like metal, try it, man. If you when you get pissed, try it. Try oh, yeah, it. for sure. If you listen to country and you hate metal, try it. I I love listening to country, but I only listen to it when I'm in a good mood. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, good, it's good, good music, you know. Yeah, at least and, for me. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm kind of more country and rock, and so I get it. But yeah, that's that's it. That's that's me in a nutshell. That's my <laughs> that's my crazy side. Real quick, before we uh, get to you, Simba, can we all take a quick bathroom break? This old man's got to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we can take a quick break, guys. Um, we're gonna take a few, couple minute break, real quick. Uh, we'll swear, we'll we'll rest of us are in chat. And but yeah, if, if those who are in the podcast share, and, uh, <laughs> share anything with us in chat, uh, yeah, type it up. if you'd like to, you can type it. We'll read it out loud. Or if you don't want to share it with us on, uh, in chat, and you want, you still want to share it with us. Uh, messages in discord discord yeah. yeah we can keep it anonymous you know yeah. if you want to share but you don't want to put out who you are or anything yeah. like that then you can share it to one of us privately and we can talk about it if you want or we could just you know reach out to you in a private manner yeah, yeah. And 100%. we're not just here to share our experiences we're here to talk to you guys to let you guys know you have someone to talk to yeah. you, you may not and hell, maybe some, some of you may not you. know us from Adam, but yeah, if we can help one person today out of the millions that are going through this, then we've done something. Yeah. yeah. Real quick, I want to say it's going back to the, what we're talking about with music and stuff and driving. My mom's watching, and she just messaged me on Facebook. Right, the song "Write Our Love" by Golden Earring. That's a good song to drive anger yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> that song, that song gets right, you go, going pretty up. fast. <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. Go for right. it. Yeah. No. I personally, music is a big release for me as well. I mean, like I said, throwing some music on and yeah. driving. I mean, that's I, I did, you know coming home from my sister's today because I was at my sister's all week, uh, house sitting for her you know, on the yeah, way home. Break too. Yeah, mom's yeah, watching. <laughs> I sent the link. She's here, but she she doesn't chat. She doesn't have an account yet, but she's live. She's messaging me privately on Facebook. So, hi, mama. Hello, <laughs> hi, mama Simba. Mama Simba. Yeah, I mean, as a musician, that's how I've always found it. Found the best way to get through some angry times is just yeah. throwing the heaviest music I can think of. And... Oh, yeah, 100%. Dude, 100%. I guess and, I am mute. When I'm in a good mood, sometimes I put on the heaviest music I can think of. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know. for those who don't know on the that are watching, me and Jory, we don't know each other in real life. I mean, him and him and Danny or Jesus or Ghostface, or whatever we want to call them, they, they work together, but, you know, like, me and Bob have never met during our, in our lives yet. Plan on yeah, it soon. Yeah, yeah we, but... we've only, we only know each other pretty much through Discord. Discord. Yeah, but, I mean, 
you know, I, I know the dude, the day we meet, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun as hell. I know it is going to be, so. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like, I'm actually looking forward to meeting you. Just, Hugs you, I mean, you live, you live an hour away. I can drive the day if I wanted to, but that involves not being lazy. And hence the yeah. name, we're lazy yeah. entertainment, so. I yeah, that's well, that right there. That right there goes to show, man, that the gaming community can be there because, I mean, like like you said, I don't know Bob in real life. I don't know Timba in real life, but the, I, can sit here, I can sit here and tell these two guys anything. You know, this is why I love what I do, what doing this stuff is because I've met some of the greatest people. Like I got my, my best friend from Wisconsin named Kyle. You know, me and him have talked, we've had several late night conversations just, you know, with depression and stuff, and I don't know if he's in chat or not or watching, but he's Talk about stopping by eventually, but uh, you know, and then I've got I got tons of other friends that I've met online, you know, with within my Discord, and you know, it, these friendships mean a lot to me more than what they realize, I think. And then you just you know, it's just nice to know that, you know, I've got people to talk to outside of you know my my normal IRL friends. You know, like I got yeah. my, my best friend Louis with me, and my other best friend staying there now because he's he's home for a few weeks. So you know, it's 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 just nice to know that you know if if. I can't get a hold of somebody in, in you know, IRL, then I can you know easily go to like my you know online friends and you know just vent to them if I need to just about the the day I've had or you know what's going on in my mind at that particular point in time. Yeah, and that's to me that's huge. All right, now the Bob's to... conversation can continue. It's my turn to potty. Okay, go two. Dang, come on, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can I can just sit here and make weird noises if you want well that's what we do normally there bob <laughs> this is true <laughs> this is very true i'm going into my stuff i'm, I'm gonna get kind of gushy on all you folks <laughs> um okay not like that by the way your camera's out of focus again <laughs> fix your camera looks out of focus no i i don't know what it is it's it's a cheapo camera you've got it's not a cheapo. It's a Logitech <laughs> there, bud. Yeah, I'm the one here with the cheapo camera. <laughs> Come on, fucking focus. <laughs> no. Lord in chat. Oh, no. What? It needs to be cleaned. Oh, no. <laughs> well, the host is going to step away for a hot second. I'll be right back, guys. Now that, uh, now that ghost face here is back, I'm going to take my opportunity to leave for a hot minute. Lore says don't break the camera. I'm not. I mean, you're looking at it, you might. Do what? <laughs> Chat I come back from such a weird... <laughs> it was dirty. So the camera was dirty, and that's why it was... Because you were staring at it? The autofocus. Yeah. Makes sense, right? <laughs> it does. Ugh. We're all taking turns going potty. I know, we could have just left all at the same time and ran. Oh, wait, we can't run an edge. Not we yet. put like a be right back screen at least. Just Jory's head popping. If I could get any lower, I'd come up from the top, from the bottom, but that, that'd be tricky to get around the camera. Oh, man, that's nasty. Out I know there. we need a be right, right back screen. I'm sorry. Okay, we're all back. Gosh, 
I there apologize, Chad. That was unprofessional of me. I apologize. Well, no, that that's why I stayed <laughs> that way. At least keep conversation. I know. Anyway, all right. <sighs> yeah, I just need a mental refresh. <laughs> you good, bud? Uh, I've been crying, but I'll, I'll, right. I I come out. My wife's like, "You okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's the rough one. I know." And and I told her what it's gonna be. And you know, we were prepared for it. It's I'm it. Though you can't truly prepare for really something like anything any of us have gone through. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's, I've been thinking about this all day. Yeah. It's been heavy the on the last my two mind. weeks I have. <laughs> but I think the but, two. We need to do stuff like this once in a while just because it's kind of gives, you know, it opens up the raw side for us. And then, you know, it, it helps because, you know, it helps people connect to us. It doesn't seem like it's we're just a, some. It's also, it's lethargic for us as well. Well, that too. And, and after my, after telling my story, it, it kind of, this kind of be more apparent, but those who do know, you know, I've wanted to do something like this since stuff's happened in my past. You know, I, I want to be that, that next person to bringing the awareness, you know, whether it be through streaming, YouTube, or some kind of media, just some kind of outlet. That... Your platform for good. Yeah. Exactly. And you're frozen, Jesus. Looks like you're about to sneeze now, and you're no, good. good. Okay. Nope. Well, speaking of that, let's go and get into my story. I think this is going to be a bit of a lengthy one, I think. Well, I'm trying to keep it short. I'm going to tell the, just the gist of, uh, the gist, but, you know, kind of the more backstory yeah. of what's going on in my... Tell, just only tell what you feel well, actual comfortable with. Just a, I'm, I don't yeah, care what anybody yeah. knows. I mean... I'm pretty open with everybody, so you got to censor <laughs> some things just for I know, I know, I know that. Service. But no, so I'll start off with the, with the most obvious one that that's been thing that's holding me the biggest, and that's my best friend Michael. Um, <laughs> three years ago, well, so yesterday would he he'd have been twenty nine. Yes, because yesterday was his birthday, <clears throat> but uh, it was three years ago, August first. He had took his own life. Sorry, and all right. You don't have to rush through. I know. I'm good. I'm just. I'm trying not to, because I'm a crier. Let me. It's okay. I've been. I've been crying this whole time. (laughs) Luckily, my webcam is dark, so you can't be able to see it. But I've been tearing up. The moment Bob started, I've been waterworks flooding. You know, at the time I was working with with Jesus here, Ghostface, whatever, and uh. Let me get some backstory. I'm my, my, my buddy Michael here. We were best friends since first grade. <laughs> first grade we met. He moved down. He moved down next to me. Uh, probably it was like three or four houses down from me. Where where my parents lived at the time. They still do actually. So that's kind of a redundant story statement. Anyway, <laughs> I ramble too, so I I do this often. But uh, it, it, first grade is is when we we, we met. And it was, it started a pretty good friendship. You know, they just moved from California and him and his sister did with their mom. And uh, they were, at the time she was married to their ex-stepdad. And me and him, we, we were like Bob and, or and Jordan, his friend, you know, we, we, we were always at the hip. Every every day we were together, especially in the summertime, and we were always down at the creek that was right between our One houses. Was somebody's shadow. There's all yeah. It, it, there's yeah. a there's a creek between our between our houses. Or also there's also a little water hole that we always go to. You know, we'd call each other on the phone. 
meet you down at the water hole. We go down to the water hole, down the creek. We'd spend we spend every all day down there just doing nothing but throwing rocks in the water, you know, role playing fantasy play stuff, just goofing off, just being kids. Once in a while we go bring fishing poles. We didn't want to catch shit, but we bring fishing poles. You know, and, and you know, we we'd ride our bikes down there, we'd just go explore the woods a little bit here and there and just have fun. Just go all over the neighborhood. Because you know, that was at the time, you know, we had a safe neighborhood, safe neighborhood. we could do that. You know, we could ride our bikes all night, you know, into the dark, you know, and just mess around, and have fun. Um, you know, we grew up and then it was about middle school, he moved away. He moved down to St. Louis area. This is stepdad at the time wanted to be close to his family and a job or some stupid crap. So they moved down to Oakville. Was Oakville, Missouri is where they moved to. Then uh, they split up, and then you know. So when he moved away, you know, as right, right, going and me, us going to middle school, we didn't have cars. We couldn't just drive to each go see each other. So every summer we would plan at least a week. We can get together, and I go to his place. He comes to mine. Whatever, and we'd hang out for a week, and you know, we, we would talk on the phone all the time. And then we started getting into more, and I got into more online gaming after high school, and then we started playing games together all the time online. That was a blast, you know, and just started, you know, we, we always kept contact no matter what, you know, and, and especially when it comes up, coming time to hang out in the summertime, you know, we'd be talking every minute, you know, we'd be on the phone, what should I bring to this? You know, we do this, we do this, we could do this, we're going to do that. Just, you know, being kids. And then and finally, after high school, we, we both got our license and then, you know, we were always, you know, start trying to work around school, you know, work schedules and at the time college schedules when we were both going to college a little bit. You know, but we still we still made time to see each other all the time, and it was great. You know, he was my best friend, and then you know he got to where he moved out. I finally moved out at twenty five at my parents' house, and then he was he came down to my house several times. And then it was in twenty seventeen. But uh, on the it was twenty it was twenty seventeen when uh was when he passed away. And it was that summer he came down. At the time he was working at GameStop, and he came down because he uh, came down for the weekend. He we had a great weekend. As our as our last weekend together, we had a great weekend. He he brought some fresh fish, we grilled. We went to my buddy Gary's house. We we just had a good time. You know, it was it, we had a lot of good laughs. And um, it was that that weekend. <laughs> uh, before he left, because I worked Saturday, so I I. Know every little detail about this story, and I hate myself that I do, but I'm kind of glad I do that too. But uh, he he took my gun without me knowing on that weekend, and it was two days later. I get a phone. Uh, I get home from work. I had a rough day. I just wanted to be by myself. I was laying on my bed, and at the time I was living uh, with uh, my roommate now Tim, and my other good buddy Ben and his girlfriend at the time Crystal, which is also Michael's little sister. So Crystal come in the room, and she looked at me. She's like, "Hey, can you get a hold of Michael? He is trying to commit suicide again because he's had some past instances where he's trying to do it. Uh, there's one time he did drink bleach. He was putting him in the hospital mm-hmm. for about a month. So you know, he he's had some instances in the past, and so I tried calling him. Nothing. He never never answer. It was about fifteen minutes later. I get a I get a message on Facebook, one of his friends, and there's a picture that he has sent to a Discord. He was in, and his picture of a gun said, I'm done, and then left Discord. So his friend sent the picture to me, asking him, like, can you get a hold of Michael, or can you get a hold of him, you know, I'm worried. And at that point, I looked at the picture really good, 
I mean, that's what I realized he took my gun. <laughs> Hang on, sorry. <laughs> You're good, dude. So, um, I told his sister, we can, we jump in the truck. We make it, <laughs> we make a 45 minute drive in about 30 minutes. Something how we made that to this day. <laughs> but we get there, call the cops on him. Um, get to his grandma's house where he was staying at the time he wasn't there so they pinged his phone <clears throat> they found out he was in uh Cowswood State Park <clears throat> so we're sitting there at his grandparents house or his grandma's house for the whole, pretty much the whole night up to about one or two in the morning and I'm surrounded by <laughs> His family and my mom come up, <clears throat> and that's about it's about eleven o'clock. Was when we got the news. <clears throat> he was gone. Give me a moment. Sorry. <laughs> you good? All the time you need. need. All right. <clears throat> yeah. But uh. Because at that point, we knew he was gone. And I got a tattoo for him. <laughs> a big one part of life. He, he was for me. So, but, uh, this is, <laughs> I'm good. But, uh, this is one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about this stuff. It's because I've dealt with demons of my own from being uh, picked on in high school picked on in school at the time I've always been the butt end of the jokes you know I've always had that self doubt like you know Jory and Bob have talked about and uh, you know just I've I've always had these demons of just I call them demons I mean I, what I feel like they are because they're always they're taunting me but uh, I've always dealt with depression I've, I've had a few Times where I've seriously had contemplated um, doing the same, th you know, doing some similar, even before he had passed away. But uh, it's actually right before, <clears throat> about a week or two before he had done what he had done. I was there, my room, by myself, alone, drinking. Once again, not a good idea. And uh, I was getting my own, my own little head. The depression kicked in, and I took the same pistol that he had used and was going to do the same thing that night. But I decided not to. I talked myself out of it, talked myself down, put it away, went to bed, cried myself to sleep. It just happened to be sort of two weeks later. So he does what he did. Is I was at a very low point in my life there at that point in time uh, with my depression is before Michael ever even passed away. And is so I was very, very bad point in my depression at that time to you know deal with anything you know, i was i was at the point where i was just ready to die because i mean I, I just didn't see no self-worth and then as as after he passed away my my best friend that's in uh, he he's probably in chat sunshine you know he you know sunshine and, and apex here have been the two biggest helps for me that helped get me through a lot of this because and and sunshine's uh wife 
uh, you know, they've they've all have helped me just become the person I am today. I mean, it's, it's been <laughs> it's been a hell of a road <laughs> these past. You know, I've been out of high school for ten years, and I've always said this: it's been a hell of a hell of a ten years. I've lost several other friends. I've lost a good best friend, uh, Jeremiah, to a car accident. That you know, back in back in high school, and I've lost other friends that you know, just it's it's rough, you know, losing friends and stuff like that. But uh, you know, and and losing my grandparents. My uh, one thing I would want to talk about was with my granny. You know, Joe was talking about his. Uh, it reminded me of mine. But uh, she passed away. Very. Suddenly, in a sense, because she had a brain enters in the burst and she'd bleed on the brain, so she was brain dead for three days pretty much. That was rough seeing her, but I mean, I was she was we, we were kind of like you know, you know, every grandparent has like usually kind of like that more grandchild they more favor. Yeah. I was her more favorite in the yeah. sense of things, so it was it was rough seeing her. Sorry, twisted. <laughs> No, we 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 and her were just talking about this last night, and so this is nothing new to us. We already know. <laughs> so, yeah, Sorry, and, and, I had and, to make you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but mm. you know, I've, I've got and with this whole lazy entertainment, like Bob here is as one of the biggest ones that's got me back into doing the streaming stuff. To be fair. Because I started doing the streaming stuff a couple years ago. Got into it because me and Michael were trying to do it. And then and he passed away. And I was wanted to, I've always wanted to do something with, you know, I eventually want to try to do a charity live stream for mental health awareness or suicide awareness, whatever. And, but, you know, it's Bob here that's, you know, but these guys have helped me get, he's helped me get back in the streaming thing. And then, you know, this was more or less. Joe's face's idea for the whole thing, and then you know, just these two together. I mean, I've we've kind of come full circle together, and it's kind of you know, because Jesus was there whenever uh, Michael passed away. And was it like a week or two after we met? No, it was longer because it, it, it happened in August, yeah, because I started working there in May. We started talking about, about was it in June or July? We were hanging out for a good while at that point in time. But you know, me, me, you know, he he was there for that whole situation, and you know, I've I've got I've always had some friend there to help me support myself, so I don't fall down in that deep depression and get to that point again to where I'm ready to just say, "Fuck it all," you know. And, and I don't I don't like being at that point. I don't I've struggled to this day still. I mean, there's there's days where I just don't want to go to bed. I just don't do nothing, and I shut everybody out. Yeah, you guys all know that. Yeah, there's days. There's days I'll wake up and be like, "Dude, I, 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 I told myself last night I did, really didn't want to wake up anymore, man. The fuck." I know, and but yeah. you know, in the long run of things, you know, like that's that's been my biggest situation that I've had to deal with, and you know, that's been the hardest for me because you know, like I said, I've lost friends, I've lost family members. With depression and suicide, it it's different. Cause oh yeah, yeah for sure. This might be a little out there, and kind of like in a weird kind of state of mind, but say, but like 
I see it like this, you know, losing a friend in a car accident is hard, yes. But at that time, you know, they didn't ask for that. It just happened. Yeah. With suicide, they were making that decision. That's where, that's what they, I think, makes it so much harder than just losing a loved one to, you know, some disease or natural or causes. Or God. Yeah, exactly. You know, some, some and... act of, of, of higher power that just, you know, it's your time, it's your time. You know, we shouldn't it... be able to choose it when it's our time. When it comes to suicide, some say it's a permanent a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Yeah, I love that quote. But the way I look at it is that pain that you're feeling in that moment, it doesn't go away. It will be passed on. Oh, yeah. To your family members, uh, the members, to your loved ones. All the people you leave behind. Yeah. It's. Because, well, that's one thing that that Michael stated in his uh, letter. It was an actual letter, mind you. Like, I love the kid to death, but the kid loved to tell tell stories. And he had everything wrote out to a T in in a 15-page book. I'm not even playing. It was a 15-page book that he wrote that was his suicide note. And he explained in there why, you know, he didn't want to get out. He didn't want to be that. He didn't want to be that person to get the professional help because he doesn't want to see that. And he sees that. I don't. I don't know why he didn't want to get it. I, I can't even tell you why he didn't want to get it. But he just didn't want to get help. He and, might not have even known why. And and you know that that's why you know I will bend over backwards for people that I care about to make sure that they're okay, that they're not gonna you know harm themselves. Because there's been. There's been a couple times that well, there's a guy that me and Jesus used to work with. You know who I'm talking about. That I've actually called the cops on before because they he's posting to Facebook a little video to Facebook of looked like he was slitting his wrist. I called the cops. I don't know where he lived. I knew all I all know is his name. I called the cops. I called the town he lived in, the police department, to see if they could find him. He's fine, obviously now, but I mean, at the time I was like, I you know. I sit there hesitating for myself for like a good five minutes. Like, do I need to do this? Should I do this? Or, you know, just straight and worry about it. Is he fine? You know, just this and that. And then you know, I did it anyway, just because, you know, I, I don't know where he lives. I don't know anything about him much anymore because he's changed a lot since we worked with him. But, you know, I still cared enough to at least make a phone call. You know, if you're yeah. worried, about, if you're worried about somebody, you know, reach out to them. And, and, and I know I'm kind of a pot calling the kettle black and people that are watching that know me very well. Sorry, <laughs> but, I've had to come kidnap you. Yeah, he, you, he's he's kidnapping me. <laughs> you have gotten better, in my yeah. opinion, about it. Because there's days where you get on and we'll just bullshit and talk and and those mornings we do that. I, I look forward to those mornings sometimes because it's like I get you know sitting bullshit with my friends and just kind of vent off a little bit. So and it's therapeutic. Know, well, like, yeah, I, I spent it, the past and, week at my sister's house here, and that. That whole week was, you know, I was sure I was house-sitting her dogs, you know, taking care of her place still, but, I mean, it was relaxing. I had a week to just kind of just do what I wanted to do because I brought my whole setup and everything. Obviously, you guys know, because to watch my streams, I was streaming the whole week, pretty much. Went and from I, a bed in the background to a couch for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a casting couch, okay? No, that's right there. <laughs> no, that's, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's back there. <laughs> that but, looks uncomfortable. <laughs> It's comfortable to sit on, not comfortable to sleep on. But you know, there's a futon. 
you know, I, I, I know it'd be good. <laughs> no, I struggle with my stuff, and you know, but I will do what I I'll do everything in my power to help anybody out. You know, if if it comes to the point where I don't think I can help you, then I'll I'll call somebody that I don't, I don't know they could help you guys out. Because I mean, I, I've seeked I've seeked my own therapy, you know, therapy stuff. If it comes to the point where I'm worried about somebody, you know, actually hurting themselves, I will even call the Swiss Holiday for them and give them as much information as possible as I can. I, I don't know if, if they do that or not, but something. Keep keep it in mind. It's not just for that per uh, that hotline is not just for that person uh, to reach out and call because sometimes they <laughs> won't do it. They. Yeah. And which I need to have you some of the resources. Uh, Lore has uh resources <laughs> uh for services but, as well. Um uh, we can get those posted in the Discord. Yeah, because there's a lot of different resources out there, not just the suicide prevention yeah. hotline. And, there's and a lot out there. Talking yeah, from talking and, from experience yeah. here, you know, back after Michael passed away, I was at that point I didn't want to get help either. But then I finally started looking around because, like, I didn't. First of all, I didn't know what how to look, and I'm always sitting there thinking that you know, it's it's going to cost an arm and a Sorry, I'm not laughing at you. No, I'm no, laughing no. at what a. I know people who have resources. <laughs> I know. I figured that. They're like, you know, I, but like, I I struggle with trying to figure out like where to go for help to get you know stuff off my chest with Michael and. Some other past experiences, and you know, I finally found a place. Right, I don't go to them anymore, not, but that's I do other reasons. But you know, I guess I was didn't think it's gonna cost like an arm or leg to go seek therapy. It cost me twenty bucks a session because they had a sliding scale with I didn't have insurance. I'm like, but there's places out there that will work with you. They they will do what they need to do to help get you the help you need. But don't ever think that money's an issue because I mean, there's people that help. There's things to help. Don't yeah. be that person. Don't you know? Don't let your pride get in the way, as as like I do. But I still do that, and and I hate myself for it because well, I'm really bad for that. I think it shows more <laughs> pride getting help than it does not getting help. And I think that shows pride. That shows strength. You know, and, and not saying you're not strong. Admit say, that you need help. Yeah, and not saying if you don't go and, get help, not saying you're not strong by any means. One thing I do want to say: you are, but and lord touched on it here and i want to say something about this you know she said i've been working in, in a psychiatric psychiatry for a bit now the field that gets looked over a lot and that is true you know when after everything happened with michael i stated and i still quote to this day you know suicide and depression is a real pandemic that people need to be worrying about they need to be have brought more awareness to it than just brushed under the damn rug yeah because i mean if, if you've got people that are out there i mean i'm one of them you know, dealing with depression and not knowing where to go, and people just, you know, when you tell people you've got depression, they're just like, whatever. You know, yeah. you're just you're you're doing it for attention, this and that. I said, I'm about to get heated, probably, but just those people, because yeah. it, it's 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 a crisis that we need to address. That people people aren't going to do it though. And you a know, few bad apples have ruined it. Like a few bad people have done it for attention because. And that's true. It does give it does get them attention, and but, and it's like it it does it kind of makes it and, stereotypical. Then, like if you are the one going through issues, then everybody just assumes that you're doing it for views, or you're doing it for uh, some, you know. I know, and like, and that's what thing, you know. To me, that's why it's always going to be a thing that I will always talk about, and want to bring awareness to, want to do charities for, want to do 
just bring keep it in keep it in the, in the limelight just because people need to be aware you know people need to talk more you know and just you know like i said i know i'm, I'm going to be the pop on the kettle black here but i'm i'm working on getting it better about it and i have gotten a lot better about it i feel like i've actually you know i've i've opened up to my parents more about you know stuff that i've endured you know my mental state like how my mind ticks you know and and you know, I've opened up to more people about it, and you know, it's it's been rough. Yeah, it's been hard to tell them, tell my parents stuff that I don't want them to know. But you know, I'm almost thirty now. It's like, what the, f- the fuck are they gonna do now? <laughs> you don't ghost me nearly can, as much as you used to. They can, well, yeah, because we're in Discord now. Up. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It, honestly, there's times where if he's not on before noon, I'm messaging. I message his ass. <laughs> like and, are you still sleeping wake the fuck up see I've, and I've got i've got at least you know we've got these guys that keep, keep me grinding plus my two best friends that are you know in my same household right now you know i, I love all you guys and, and all the audience i love everybody here you know this you guys keep yeah. you guys keep in not, not only just us but even me just going it keeps me wanting to do keeps me wanting to move forward with this you know seeing the audience reaction you know grand most of them are all friends and family yes that's true but at the same time I don't care. You know, we're entertaining yeah. people that, you know, we're doing what we're supposed to do. I feel we're, we're we've been given this platform and we're going to use it to the best of our ability. And whether that's it's one thing talk, that uh, mental health, whether I it's love just, about the Internet is. You know, you've got several people that have gone viral or famous off the Internet that are in, in the TV shows and shit like that. Now, it's just, they've put themselves out there on the Internet I'm not saying I'm ever going to get famous, but it's just the fact of, you know, knowing potentially it, it might happen. But you know, even if I just get, you know, a thousand followers and just, you know, stay small, I don't even care. As long as I'm making a thousand people happy, I'm doing something with my life. I can go to sleep easier at night knowing that, you know, I've helped at least a couple people out of that big group. Yeah. Knowing, knowing that, you know, I made somebody's day a little bit better. You know, if, sure. if I if I can make if I can make either or make it make either one of you guys laugh, makes me feel good. <laughs> that what, is that what keeps waking you up every morning? To an extent, keep... yeah. And and you know, just keep you know, that drive to keep pushing forward.